Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All right, guys. Welcome to Hot Rods and Happy Hours. Rob Pitts. And, of course, we have Hot Rods and Happy Hours financial analyst slash numbers guru, Richard Hoskins. little continuing history uh, lesson about England. Uh, shout out to the largest borough of London, Bromley. The largest borough? Yeah, you know, New York has boroughs. So does London. Really? Yeah, the biggest one is called oh. Bromley. Shout like out I'm, Bromley. I feel like I'm in history class. I know, I'm learning. I feel I like Rob's about to take the professor role and teach us some things. I'm telling you, I want to show you some stuff. You know, of course we have hot rods and half hours, financial. No, we don't have hot rods and half hours, financial. We have hot rods and half hours, legal counsel slash all around cool car guy. <laughs> Kobe Miller. What's going on, everyone? So, you know, we're, we're standing there in this bar. Now, keep in mind, I'm 32 hours no sleep at this point. <laughs> but a shower. And, but I did have a shower. And I've had a couple beers at this you point. smell better. And I do smell better. And I feel a little better. Um, but all of a sudden. You had pints. I had a few pints. There you go. And uh, so next thing you know, I'll walk outside to smoke a cigarette. Rolls Royce is gone. All right, well, we need a ride. And off in the distance, I see it. And I've never seen one in person in my life. And I'm fixing a ride in one. Up comes rolling up a white 1972 Mercedes stretch limousine. Was it a 600 Grossier? It's a white, long Mercedes. <laughs> it was probably a 600 Grace here. So that's awesome. Yeah, it was pimp. I mean, it was, I mean, it was, it was a wild ride. It looks like, like... Like, that's what Elvis had a couple of. And so his buddy gets out, opens the door for me, and we all jump in the back. Now, keep in mind, when we jump in the back, it's not just me and my buddy. It's everybody, <laughs> like, starts just piling in. So about 12 of us pile up in this thing. Well, the rolls pulls up behind it, and then they start piling into the rolls. Now, keep in mind, this party of six or seven has done grown into a party of, like, 14 at this point. So we're riding around, and we go to the next pub. And the next thing you know, I start getting sleepy. I'm riding around this rolls. I mean, we're all packed in there. Next thing you know, I fall asleep. In the car. I'm like a baby. You ride that's, me around, I fall, I fall asleep. I, I can understand that. And uh, so I wake up in the parking garage of a casino. I don't even know how I got there in a stretch Mercedes limousine. <laughs> and uh, we go to the casino, and I walk in, and Sam is playing roulette. <laughs> and, and I don't know if I'm dreaming or hallucinating at this point. I'm pretty sure the dragons weren't real, but... You know what I'm saying. No, I'm just kidding. No dragons or anything like that that I remember. And, uh, you know, we hung out there for a little while. I said, Sam, buddy, I'm exhausted. Man, I'm like, I'm 35 hours into this now, and I've took like a 30-minute cat nap in the car. He goes, yeah, yeah, mate, you're looking a little rough. 
And uh, so we go back to his flat, and I crash in his spare bedroom. And I get woken up at 7 a.m. the next morning. And I don't even know what time I went to bed. I don't, I don't even know the time. And uh, I roll in to my hotel two hours down the road. They drop me off. That was ready yesterday. That was ready the day before. <laughs> and they look at me like, can I get my room key now? <laughs> and, uh, you know, and uh, in the clothes I wore the night before. And uh, so I come walking. I come walking in and go to my hotel room, which is absolutely gorgeous there. Brands Hatch and, you know, the hotel and everything. These guys are first class all the way. I took a little power nap and uh, took a shower and got ready and came to the driver's meeting slash commentator's meeting for the Brands Hatch Speedway. And they asked me, I said, Rob, what do you think about Lone Safaris? I love it. Love it. No more. Love it. I've been everywhere. I've seen it all. I've seen it all. And uh, we had a great time. And I'm going to tell you something, though. That was one of the coolest car shows. And I've been to a lot of car shows. It takes a lot to get my... You know, I love every car show, from little ones to the big ones or whatever. But it takes a lot to really get my respect from a car show. Like, a high, I mean, like, you really, you know, when you work car shows like we do, you see you know, the, the backside and the front side of it. Yeah. And this thing is run like a well-oiled machine. Richard Markroft and the guys over there, they, Markroft, they, they rock that show. They absolutely kill it. I'm talking about, like, I mean, it's just a first-class setup all the way around. I mean, they've got monster trucks there. They had two monster trucks running. What about the big semi? Yeah, well, there's several big semis there. That's a big thing over there. It's big rigs. That and, was cool. And, uh, you know, so the first thing they asked me, they said, do you have any problem interviewing Elvis? They had an Elvis impersonator there that's singing the national anthem. So I got to interview Elvis on Saturday for the opening ceremony. And... Uh, and uh, do the uh, national anthem, which was pretty awesome. It's pretty awesome. You, I got to interview, and he had Priscilla with him. Yeah, you got it. He came him. riding in. Okay, now keep my word on this track. He came riding in on a chopper on the back of a Kenworth stretch sleeper truck around the track in his jumpsuit. That is bad. And jumps off the back of this thing. And here I am, like the roving reporter with a mic in my hand. Interviewing Elvis. That's awesome. In front of thousands of people. That would be so cool. That would be a heck of an entrance. It's so cool to look at the take of a complete different culture's view of, like, American hot rodding. It is. And these guys, I mean, they've got the heart. And, I mean, the cars there, from every walk of American car is there. From... I mean, just late model, you know, Challengers and Chargers and Mustangs like we have here to 34 Fords and T-Buckets and all the street rods and muscle cars. And, and I'll tell you one thing I didn't see that kind of shocked me. I probably saw two C-10 trucks there. Really? Out of all those cars and all that well, stuff. Well, that's because they're all getting bought up here. Yeah. yeah. But, but, it's, but it's insane. Like, I figured I would have saw more trucks, but yeah. I didn't. Um. Lots of street rods. Street rods are huge out there. Um, lots of lots of rat rods. That was a big thing there. They had tons of neat rat rods there. Um, I'll tell you something else was really cool. You ever seen the Wall of Death where the guys ride around in the in the? Yeah. Yep. They had that there. It's actually the world's oldest Wall of Death. Those things those guys do, and they're riding around on Indian motorcycles. Yep. Inside this thing, Ooh, and they yeah. have two going at one time inside it. 
Yeah, they ride them at Sturges and stuff. I, when I went out to Sturges, I loved watching that thing. It was cool. Why Indians? Aren't they old? Well, the thing with and Indians... not incredibly reliable? Well, the older Indians, like, they ride... The reason why they do use that is because it actually has an internal oil pump, so it'll keep the oil uh, in the so motor. At, yeah, uh, like yeah. a Harley wouldn't or a Honda wouldn't. You're or not going like to have oil starvation. Exactly. That's the reason why they use Indians. Uh, and especially the older ones, like the newer Indians, it wouldn't work. But yeah, I loved watching that. Like it Sturges, and I've seen it at their other bike rallies and stuff. But they got one next month, matter of fact, coming to Chesney right here. Really? Yes. That's cool. And you know, so these guys were all set up doing that. And I thought that was really cool. And like I said, they have monster trucks there. So you got these. So I'm sitting in the tower. Now keep in mind, I'm doing all the commentating and calling all the action. Um, I made an instant buddy there. The commentator, this guy is, I mean, he commentates, you know, NASCAR and all these different races out there, you know, every weekend. His name is Chris Doors. And he's just a super cool guy, very experienced. Um, they had another reporter out in the pits and stuff. His name was Dan, super cool younger guy, very knowledgeable. And I mean, like, I really was outranked all the way around in experience on, on these on the commentating these guys do. These guys, because these guys do it every weekend, you know. Yeah. And I've called some drag racing, and I've called a little bit of racing action, but nothing like these guys have. And, um, and these guys are like, these guys are like watching, you know, show, you know, watching NASCAR on NBC, and I'm like, Saturday morning cartoons, you know, compared to these guys. These guys were the real deal. I tell you what else is the real deal. These damn commercial breaks, man. Well, we got to pay the bills. Cubby, buddy. you need to talk to somebody about this. Vince gonna, can't handle it, obviously. I'm going to make the phone call in the morning. We're going over his head. That's we're all going, there is to we're it. We're going over it. Guys, hang tight. We're talking all about American Speed Fest right here on Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Right here on 106.3 WORD. All right, guys. Welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. This is Rob Pitts, your automotive host with the most. And, of course, as always, we have Hot Rods and Happy Hours financial analyst slash numbers guru, Richard Hoskins. What is going on to our scores of listeners in Hounslow, England? Scores. <laughs> I'm trying to keep with the culture. All, and then all we have, you chaps. And then we have Hot Rods and Happy Hours legal counsel slash all-around cool car guy, Kobe Miller. What's going on, everyone? So we're talking about American Speed Fest, and you know I was there this year. This is my first year helping with the with the MCN and the commentating for American Speed Fest, and I mean, just I mean, I mean I'm blown away by how awesome this event's been ran, and I mean this thing's like a well-oiled machine. These guys have, I mean these guys have got it down. Like like you know, you know like you know, and it's how they portray us, but um. You know, I mean, like, there's so much going on here. I mean, they got like carnival rides and all this stuff, and then, of course, you know, the, the 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 wall of death with the bikes riding around. And then, I'm like, I'm sitting up in the tower, and this this track, the facility is absolutely gorgeous. I mean, this thing is top notch, 100%. The track is, you know, landscapes beautiful. I mean, facility is just top. Everything's just great. And we're sitting in this beautiful glass tower, so I got the bird's eye view of everything. You can see every square inch of this track. And what was cool about it was, is you're sitting there, and you see, you look to the left, and you see all these show cars all out, you know, right in front of the grandstands. You see, I mean, just cars everywhere. You see a big swap meet area, you know, with vendors there and all that. And then you see monster trucks just jumping in the background. 
and then you look over here, and then there's a live band playing. And then you look over here, and there's a diner that they built, a 50s diner, just for this event. And serving all this American food and all this stuff. And then you look over here, and they have every year Mustang, all 55 years of Mustang there, represented. Now, keep in mind, they do this at Ponies in the Smokies. And that's a big feat in the States. Yeah. They did this there. That's what I was going to ask you. Did they just ship them over when they were done it's in insane. Tennessee? It's and... insane. But these cars are there. And I'm like, I'm blown away. And, like, you're looking around, and that's just a little bit of it. Then they had these stunt guys driving. Uh, these guys were insane. They had a couple 370Zs and a couple Skylines. And they're over here drifting. And then they had the burnout contest. And, I mean, you see one of the cars that pulled up for the burnout contest, and this thing was blew my mind, was a Superbird. Dang. Wow. And this guy had Steelys with, like, 8-inch cheater slicks on it and roasted them off of it. That's the coolest thing, man. Uh, like, these guys would, get into somebody it. Somebody that would take that car and use it for what it was intended for. And, like, nobody would do that here. No one's doing a burnout in their Superbird. You know what? They do it there, and I've I witnessed it. That's awesome. Witnessed it with my own two eyes. I mean, this is—I mean, it was epic. I mean, every time you looked out over the show field, you seen something different, and everybody was having a good time. There's something there for everybody. And I mean, it's like car shows. And, you know, you'll go to a car show, and everybody's seen it. Somebody's dragging, you know, their wife around, or their kids are like, man, playing on their phone, and you know, like the dad's looking at the cars, or the boyfriend's looking at the cars. You know, it's there for him. There's something for everybody. And then they got food trucks and trailers and vendors like that too, all around. You know, and they got little shops opened up, and you know, and bring by merch and all this stuff. And then on top of it, we have four NASCAR Euro races being ran, six Legends races. They have a class of truck class they ran twice. They have the uh, they have what they call silhouettes. And it's like a like a space frame car, and they're running two liter four cylinder engines in them. But they got the bodies are all different. Like they had like Volkswagen, like like what's it, Corrado? Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as thirty minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Uh, there was a Volkswagen Corrado. Yeah, they had a Volkswagen Corrado. Um, but these things had are, two liters. Yeah, but they're like flared out. And then they had like Z4 Beamers. Or they call them Z4s over there. But, yeah. but Z4 BMW Coupes. But they all had like the same frame, same engine, but they all had different bodies on them. They're all painted up all wild. These little things would fly. Kind of like a European take on like sprint cars. No, these things Except are, with modern with bodies on them. Yeah. yeah. And then they had then they were running Indy cars. Yeah, I was gonna say, I think uh, at that track they run Formula One and Indy. So they also they? ran that. So keep in mind, we had all these ranks, of course, and then they had the Bernie V eight class, which was my favorite. <laughs> I guarantee it was. Bernie V eight. It was American Classic cars, V8 cars. They had a 57 150 running in the Bernie class. That's really? awesome. They had a 62 Corvette, 64 Falcon. Man, they actually 65 use Nova. these cars. 
And I mean, Grand Sport Vet, like a 64 Grand Sport Vet. So that'd be like vintage racing? Exactly. Yeah. And these guys are getting, and I'm talking about they are not cutting them any brakes either. No, man. They had AC Cobras out there. They had, I mean, and these guys are putting it to it. I mean, blowing motors. They had a 58 Plymouth Fury running in the Bernie class. It was painted up like Richard Petty's car. Awesome. And this thing, I mean, it was insane. He actually blew the motor in it. And, oh, uh, come on, man. But, but you know, what's well, a play with? What do you expect? But those, anyway, guys, <laughs> those guys do not drive those cars like they're afraid to hurt them. Yeah, they do. These guys are not scared. No. They it's like, I mean, and like I, mean it, I, I love race. it, man. They're in it. And i tell you something. I fell in love with a British hot rod while I was there. Wow. I went to an American car show, and because of Sam Hard, and his voodoo UK magic. Was it a TVR? No. Oh. No, they were racing those two, though. But this is my thing. This is what I fell in love with. What? An Escort MK1 Mexico. That's a bad uh, ride. Yeah, those are little race cars. It looks like, and the best way for me to describe this, as a as a outsider looking in on this car hobby in this market, it looks like a Datsun 510. Mm-hmm. Was it a Lotus one? No, I don't. I didn't get that far was into it. Was it white with a green stripe on the side? No. Okay, then it was. And uh, no, I'm thinking of a Cortina. Yeah, these things, but these things will fly. Oh, yeah, man, they're oh, race cars. Yeah, and escorts over there are not. They got, what they got, yeah, they here. got like the little, they got this little 13 inch. I mean, they're cute. And then next <laughs> thing you know, it's like, it's gone. I mean, this thing is insane, and. Sam Hart's got one over there at his yes. shop. Okay. The red one I posted on my Instagram. And I'm trying my damnedest to buy it. I want it bad. They're we're, we're, we're dangerously close on the money. I mean, that's the bad thing. Escorts. Could you imagine that car here? Right-hand drive? I'd drive it for you. You know, I mean, and I mean, for the money, it's really not a bad car. It's not. They're... They serve they they serve the same spot there that they served here as like economy cars, except that they sucked here, and they didn't there. Like they're completely different cars. That yeah, the it's not name. even the same remotely. No, nothing's the same except for the name. You know that's that that's the thing. Like you say, escort here. You think about grandma's car. You say escort over there. That's a hot rod. Yeah, yeah. it's a hot rod. I'm telling you, it's crazy. Guys, we got to take a commercial break. Stay tuned. We're talking about American Speed Fest right here on Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Right here on 106.3 WORD. All right, guys. Welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. This is your automotive host with the most, Rob Pitts. And, of course, in the studio, as always, we got Hot Rods and Happy Hour's financial analyst slash numbers guru, Richard Hoskins. Shout out to one of West London's prettiest bureaus, Ealing. Ealing. Mm, sounds pretty cool. It sounds like a. Did you go there? No, I don't think so. Not that I can recall. You went there. Yeah, I did. I mean, you probably did. I rode, <laughs> Maybe. I rode through eating fish and chips. Sounds like you went a lot of places. I was eating my fish and chips and didn't pay attention, you chap. Chips. Fish and chips. So we have hot rods and happy hours. See, I almost didn't bring you in, Kobe. Uh, I, I, I mean, it's pretty bad. See, this is the problem. When you guys sit like this, I have to turn from one way to the other way. Like, I need like a revolving chair. And then we have hot rods and happy hours, legal counsel, slash all around. Cool car guy, Kobe Miller. What's going on, everyone? 
Hey, or, better, or better yet, what's going on, my chips? Chips. Chips. Hello, love. Love. The, uh, you know, so we're talking about American Speed Fest. And, and you know, that was the thing. Like, I, I got one question for you. What's when, that? When it comes to, you were talking about muscle car stuff. Over there, do they do like we do here, put like all these aftermarket big motors and stuff in them or do they keep them somewhat just the way they are you see a little mixture of everything i've seen some some stock muscle cars and then i've seen some that were rotted more rotted probably than anything really well that's cool yeah more rotted than anything probably the uh that was a that was uh that was the, the the majority of it was i actually saw a gasser there that was absolutely gorgeous um it was a uh 57 chevrolet gasser and it was a show car this wasn't a drag race car but it was beautiful bright red tuck and roll inside had the had a chrome roll bar in it chrome shred axle i mean it was it was definitely 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 a killer ride yeah i want to build a gasser myself so bad street legal gasser yeah, that's that was cool. That was cool. I, I got a feeling she's a trailer queen, but definitely cool. Definitely a cool, cool ride. And I mean, that's the thing I like about you know about Motorfest. I mean, there was Pro Street Astro vans to like that Gasser, to third gen Irox, to you know Mustangs. Kind of like every American car show you've ever been into, been to rolled into one. Exactly. And the thing that's cool about it was it's just how everybody got into it. I mean, they got their American flags and their big foam fingers. And I mean, it's like a sport event and a NASCAR race and a monster truck rally and a car show all rolled up in one. Why don't we do that With here? Elvis it there. Was, it was kind of like. Exactly. <laughs> like. Well, you're old enough to remember this, Rob, I'm sure. And, and I know Don't be probably, making me sound old. No, but I'm talking like 15 years ago or so when good guys kind of hit the scene at first. And they had some of the good guy shows. That's kind of how it was when they first started. And then it went more the pansy way, I guess. But, yeah, it was that's how they were at the beginning. Yeah. See, now now, now you got you know, NSR and good guys. Those guys, yep, they're yep. not getting the crowds like they used to. No. Good, good guys is cutting shows right and left. Yeah, because they, they went pansiest and just kind of the bare minimum. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, Most where, definitely. But when they first hit the scene, that was like, wow. I mean, you had car shows. You had stunts going on. You had, you know, all kinds of stuff 24-7 just going on. And... It drew you, and then they would take one event out or one little thing out, and then it just became a normal car show that you go to like every other one, and it would. That's the reason why it's going down. Yeah, and and that's the thing, you know. What's crazy is, you know, nobody wants to come to car shows around here, like that. But over there, those guys came out like in force. That's what I was gonna say. Like we like have Euro, got, we've got Eurofest here. And like they park Jaguars and Ferraris on blankets and serve tea, and everybody walks around quietly like they're on a golf course. But then you go to England, 
And they're more American than we are. Exactly. And I mean, like, it really, like, you know what? Like, they took my American card there. Because these guys have got heart. And they brought, but I mean, they did. And I mean, you know what? There were some cool cars there. I mean, there, like, there were some traditional hot rods there, like, real traditional hot rods. I'm not talking about, like, those traditional hot rods that got HEI distributors in them. And, like, you know, it's a fiberglass body car. Like, these guys are building real traditional hot rods over there. And the thing is, it's not like, you know, they went to their grandpa's field and drug it out of the forest. You know why? Right. Because their grandpa's got an angular sitting out in the field in the forest, <laughs> not a 23 T-bucket. Yeah, you're talking and, about like flatheads and three-speed Lincolns. Exactly. And I mean, like, there was a T-bucket there. And I'll give you a perfect example. There was a steel T there. Not a fiberglass T, but wow. a steel T, which is, I'll be honest with you, most people have never seen a real steel T-bucket. Cut down. With a nail head Buick motor in it. That's awesome. And three deuces. That's and a four speed. Heck yeah. That's a hot rod right there. And, and you know, and that's the thing. I mean, that uh, <clears throat> that is a hot rod. That's what it's all about. And, you know, like these guys, and it's like that all over. I mean, there was a 44 truck there. You know, it was rat rotted out. And the truck was actually fairly slick. But, you know, just patinaed. And I mean, like, just a killer ride. And you know something else? You didn't see a lot of LS stuff. It was carburetted stuff. It was real hot rod stuff. Good. And 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 that was the thing. Like everything you seen with the LS, it came with it most of it. And there was a few LS powered hot rods there, but the majority of it was was that. And like these guys, I mean, they had the shop shirts on and and you know their sunglasses on. And I love it, man. I mean, it was the atmosphere was absolutely phenomenal. Sounds like it was a pretty awesome show, man. Sounds like we just need to make a. I mean, I'm telling the, you, all I highly... A, all of us need to make a trip across the pond. I highly recommend Speedfest. If you if you ever find yourself at the beginning of June in the U.K., it's definitely a go-to. And they're bringing in cars way more than just the U.K. They're coming in from all over the yeah, place. Yeah, all of Europe, at least. Exactly. And that's the thing that's cool about it is, is they're bringing... T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. You know, they're they're bringing in these cars. And, I mean, you know, you would never think in a million years that these cars would be as popular as they are, you know. No, it's a labor of love, for sure. Now, you were over there. Am I right? Or I read something one time that, like, over there in London and over in that area, they're only allowed to have, like, one major car show a year. It ain't like here where you can have multiple, like one every weekend or something. It's well, like I don't one. know about all that. But I read something somewhere. Uh, I've never, I've never heard. I'm not saying yeah. that. I got some crazy rules over here, and I haven't yeah. heard a lot of things about it. But that was a, uh, that was a very, very cool thing, though. I mean, this show is phenomenal. Like, like I had my doubts. I was kind of skeptical about it at first. You know, I figured it was going to be kind of like, yeah, you know, it's a car show. Cheesy, like going up to auto. But Perth. this thing was, this was killer. Oh. Dude, this I was know. all phenomenal. And I mean, you got nobody nagging. I mean, that's what I love about this event. You know, I mean, it's it's a great show. And like I said, they like the carnival rides were going. I mean, it's like everything going at once. And that's what I like about it. It's not like, and like the racing, like people were in the stands and they got this long, long bank 
this grassy bank around the track, and then you had people in blankets, like picnicking out there, watching the racing. And I mean, that's the thing about the racing that was crazy. And that was a lot of the reason that I couldn't get loose to really take a lot of pictures or, or do anything like that because every time, like, the races were so close, literally, we would run one the a winner, a race winner to victory lane, and the next round of cars were staging up in the grid, ready to pull off pit road. Like, I mean, it was insane. Like, it's back-to-back racing action. It's not like they run a race and then, hey, give us an hour and a half. You know, we'll, we'll have heat two coming through. I mean, these guys were like a well-oiled machine. It was insane. Yeah, lined up on the paddock. The Legends cars there, they were probably the best racing of the day. The Legends course, those guys get into it. You know, and Legends, they're just like the Legends course we have here. And these guys bumping and banging, and I mean, they're, they're, you know, they're going three wide in turns that aren't made for cars to go two wide through. And, I mean, you know, they're not scared to get a little rough with it. And, I mean, you've got 30 of them out on the track at a time. And, I mean, these guys are, are in it to win it. And that was a lot of fun. Those Legends cars are fun. If you've never drove a Legends car... I highly recommend it. I got to take one on a solo pass at Charlotte Motor Speedway. And the only thing, it didn't have a governor on it, but they had two barriers out, and you had to kind of weave between those two barriers. So you had to slow down to make it between the two barriers. So that's how they automatically slowed you down. But those things will zizz up pretty quick. 1,250 cc's and something that weighs probably 700 pounds is pretty fun. An oversized go-kart. And the thing is, you imagine doing that for 30 laps. Take a lot out of you. I'm telling you, man, they're, they're a lot of fun. That, that, that kind of want to get, like, that makes me want to buy a Legends car just to play with it because that's what I need one more hobby to throw money at. <laughs> yeah, they're fun down at Anderson. I've, I've did some racing with them down at Anderson, and on them bank tracks, boy, you just, the G-Force getting into the corner and them little things are unbelievable. Like, I ran late model stuff, but the G-Force is way more. Yeah, well, I mean, those things will throw you around. I'll tell you what else throws you for curves. These damn commercial breaks every time, man. Another one? Stay God. tuned, guys. We're talking about the race in action at Speedfest right here on Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Right here on 106.3 WORD. All right, guys. Welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. This is Rob Pitts in the studio. As always, we have our Hot Rods and Happy Hour's financial analyst slash numbers guru, Richard Hoskins. Let's downshift a couple of gears, bring it back home a little closer uh, to Tacoa, Georgia. That's, that's more than a couple gears. You, you, you know, I mean, we only got four, right? Yeah, I'm telling you. And of course, we have Hot Rods and Happy Hours Legal Counsel slash all around cool car guy, Kobe Miller. What's going on, everyone? You know, you know we were talking about, about American Speed Fest and about all the things going on. And. That's the thing that's really cool about this show is, is is everything that is going on. I mean, we've talked for the last hour about this show, and we just scratched the surface of it. And, I mean, you know, at the end of the day, everybody asks me, he says, how's the U.K. compare to that? And and you know what? To, to, to like, the U.S. hot rod, dude, it's alive and well, man. They've, they've got the – they've took the ball and ran with it. And I mean, there's there's a lot of U.S. shows that can learn from 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 this event. These guys have got to figure it out. Probably most. Yeah, a lot of them can. Um, but but like I said, you know, it was definitely a treat. And I will be back next year, emceeing and commentating at America Speed Fest. So that's kind of cool. This time I'm gonna learn to sleep on the plane. 
Yeah, I'm yeah. glad you got to see some of that so you can, when you come back over here and we can use it in some of our local car shows and stuff like that. Be well, cool. and, and that was the thing that was cool about it is these guys really put a show on, you know, and, and that's that, that was that was a lot of fun with that. And I actually got to interview. I mean, I'll tell you another odd one. i tell you one that's crazy. So when you see NASCAR, what tires are on NASCAR here? Goodyear. Goodyear. Do you know what tires the Euro Series uses? Pirelli. The Euro NASCAR, which is the same cars as here. General. They all run general tires. Really? It's so crazy seeing white letter generals on the on the stock cars. That's weird. Like that was I think that was the thing I had the hardest time. <laughs> of all the <Yeah>. differences. <laughs> I mean, that just that sticks out to me like that's just odd. You know what? Because you've seen it for so long. You said Goodyear, Goodyear, Goodyear. No, General. But, man, it's an improvement. Uh, I wish we'd use generals here. <laughs> they were actually having some trouble with them. And uh, getting, getting them to stick and whatnot. But, I mean, I think they were getting it worked out. But, but yeah, the uh, and, I mean, we had, you know, you know, like their NASCAR Cup champions there, you know. And, I mean, I mean these guys get into that stuff. And, I mean, they run of – they run, I mean, they run a pretty tight circuit. I mean, they do a lot of different tracks, you know. Like, like you know, like we have a couple, you know, left and right turn tracks, courses, road yeah. courses. That's the majority of what they're running. That's what they're used to. Yeah, and I mean, you know, and I mean, I love their spin on it, you know, and yeah, and all that stuff. And and I'm so glad that I had talented commentators in the booth, like Chris and and all the other guys, and like Dan and and everybody because. If it wasn't for them, I would never be able to pronounce those drivers' names ever. I, I would butcher I, them to pieces. I, that would be my problem over there. If I had to, you know, sit there and announce, do some announcing stuff, I would have a hard time with, you know, some of their names. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Uh, I guarantee I would butcher him. Oh, God. You wouldn't. That was just. That would be. I mean, there were some of them like, hell, I had a hard time reading them to myself. You should just mm. give them nicknames. Yeah. The red hey, car. Shorty. Here goes, here goes Johnny Red. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and these guys, and these guys remember these names, and I love it. Like, like they get into it, and like they follow them from track to track to track to track. And I mean, you know, and that was kind of cool being an outsider and watching how these guys work. And uh, you know, they're commentating. They get into it. They really get into it. And I, I mean, you know, so so speaking from the MC background of it, that was kind of cool. And, and and jumping in with them, and you know, they really did a great job of making me feel at home in the booth and all that stuff. That was definitely a lot of fun. And you know, we had a we had a good ride back. Uh, nobody died on the plane on the way back. That was a good thing. Had a good seat again. So you're fifty fifty on yeah, that. Yeah, I'm. You know, <laughs> one out of two ain't bad, I guess. But. Uh, the uh, you know had a good ride back. The uh, actually ended up flying into Charleston and had to and uh, on the way back because I missed my plane to Greenville because the plane was running a little late. You were eating a Cuban again? No, I wasn't eating a Cuban that time. <laughs> and uh, you know I don't know. I can't blame a Cuban sandwich on this one. It was just the plane was running late this time. But uh, you know I want I want to tell everybody you know and I, I really want to touch base on this. I want to get real with you real quick. 
you know, I'm a car guy. And, and I'm a diehard car guy. I love cars. I've been around them all my life. And, and you know, I tell people all the time, it's not even really about the cars, it's about the people. And, you know, and I'm an American car show guy. I'm a muscle car guy, you know, but I've hosted many truck car shows. I've hosted Camaro shows and Mustang shows and, and every type of car show you can think of. I've hosted shows with tractors in them, and I still don't know why. But... I want to tell you something. You know, everybody asks me, like, when you go to SEMA and when you go to places, they're always saying that, you know, you know, I wonder what 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 the, what the hot rod, what's hot riding like around the world? Like, you see pictures and you see things online. But, you know, that's, that's not really telling you how it's really like, you know. And, you know, I want to tell you something. Like, you know, with this trip here, you know, these guys have got it figured out. Like, these guys, I mean, hot rodding. It's a worldwide thing, and, it, and it's what I love about this hobby of ours is these cars. It brings us all together. I mean, I was 5,000 miles from home with a damn ocean between us, and I was there 10 minutes and bumped into people that I knew or bumped into people that shared the same hobby with me. And that's what I love about the collector car hobby and, and specialty cars and the hunters and the racing. And... and and, you know, yeah, the names may be funny, and, yeah, they may talk a little different. But you know what? At the end of the day, we still love the automobile. And that's what excites me about, about Speed Fest. That's what excites me about Motor Fest. That's what excites me about the Mini Truck and Nats and the Camaro Shows and Ponies and the Smokies. That's what excites me because, and even them Dodge guys, you know, even they, you know, they're a little off, but you know what? They like it. And, 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 you know, and I love to give them a hard time. But other than that. Yeah, we don't get our own shows. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, not ones I'm going to. But anyway, um, I, I was raised better than that. But just kidding, Dodge guys. You guys are okay, too, kind of. And But that's the thing I love about this hobby of ours is, you know, I'm 5,000 miles away in another country and literally – the only person that I know that lives there is a crazy man named Sam Hard. And within 10 minutes, I felt like I was at home again. Like, that's what I love about this hobby. Or walking around and talking to a man that has never even seen the United States but drives a 57 Chevrolet. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I love. Yeah, that's and, awesome. Uh, it's an awesome tribute to our country and to our culture. It is. And and, and that's the thing. It, it almost makes you feel, gives you a sense of pride when you come Absolutely. home. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Because, you know, we, these guys, I mean, it's not no easy feat to drag <laughs> classic American iron to another country. And, and, and then the, build it. And that, and exactly. And, and you know, and, and these kind of things. And this is the thing, like, you know. You don't realize, you know, I mean, I walk out of my shop and, you know, I've got hot rods everywhere or whatever. And, and you know, it almost, it's almost just, it, it's just warming. I love it, man. I loved it. I mean, I absolutely, probably, hands down, one of the coolest events I've seen in a long time. And I've been fortunate to see some really good ones. And that's what I love about it, though. I love the hobby. I love it how we're all in the same boat. And I got a feeling if I went to Japan, if I went to Australia, you know, anywhere you're going to see the same thing and that's what i love about it like it's 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 never you know it's not just it's just a u.s thing or it's just a whatever thing it's everything it's everywhere 
it's everywhere they have cars. I mean, that's just insane. I mean, it blows my mind. You the, know what I mean? The car culture and the bike culture and all that, it don't matter what town you're in, what city you're in, what state you're in. If you got a car or a bike or whatever, you're on a trailer or even driving through, as soon as you pull up anywhere, gas station, grocery store, whatever, there's going to be a car guy there, and guess what you're going to be doing? You're going to be either talking about a motorcycle, a car, or something, because everybody loves the automobile or just motors in general. Exactly. You know, it's a car culture. Well, I think it's almost human nature. You know what I mean? We're just intrigued by them. And that's what I love about it. You know, that's what I think that's what I that's what I love about the automobile is you know, you don't have to be a mechanic or a diehard car guy. You know, you just you just have a love for the automobile. It's got you just like the passion. It. The passion. And these guys have got it tenfold. And see, that's like, you know, that's how I, that's why I really love what we kind of stand behind, you know, support your local car show or support your little local show, because that is what makes this call culture just grow and get bigger and bigger and bigger. The little show that you might only have 10 or 15 little cars at a cruise in, in a matter of a couple years you're doing it, now you got 200. Exactly. And that's another big thing. Sports your local car shows, guys. We got a lot of stuff going on. We're going to have a great show next week. I want to thank you all for playing along. You've been listening to Hot Rods and Happy Hour right here on 106.3 WORD. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.